Hi, David here from What Up Gaming. Quick intro. If you want this Evercade cartridge, please subscribe to the podcast, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and leave a comment on any video of, on our YouTube channel. Just say Evercade. This is the Interplay Collection 2, so you get Claymates, Earthworm Jim 2, Clay Fighter 2, Prehistoric Man, Rad Gravity, and the Brainings. Yeah, that's all you need to do. Thank you. On with the show. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming podcast. Legendary adversary, flows considered lethal I'm a super saiyan, I got dragon balls, I wouldn't lie You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing out Put me on the map, one of gaming's who I'm talking about I'm the rapping master chief, epic to say the least Contain the hero, better etch that in your memory And so the one up Gaming for the show, I'll contain the hero is really gonna show up. David here, One Up Gaming, episode 321 of the One Up Gaming podcast. So thank you all for coming. If you're new, please subscribe. If you're not new, why are you back? It's shit. Anyway, yeah, been doing this for a bloody long time. Uh, thank you all for subscribing to the YouTube channel. Uh, the channel itself now has over 1,300 subscribers, which is amazing. And we've managed this in just over a year, which I don't, I don't, I don't put any like money into advertising or anything. So for me, I think that's quite a good return on what we've been doing. Um, but anyway, the website is where the reviews are basically on is oneupgaming.co.uk. So please visit us out there. And um, you can buy t-shirts and stuff. And I've just remembered two seconds. I will just be three. Two, one, and we're back. I'm not going to say what happened, but let's just say that we had a wardrobe malfunction. Anyway, one on gaming.co.uk. Please visit us. We're sponsored by Games Inspired Music. 
So please Google that. Um, it's on like Amazon, it's on Spotify, it's on um, everywhere. It's an album. It's quite cheap and 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. And yeah, so with this being the month of Halloween, we will go on and talk about this week's games that we've been playing. So first of all, I had a quick go at Scorn. Now this is that weird um, alien looking freaky first person I guess when I first saw it, it looked like a first person shooter with like weird, gory, very surreal art style, like a H.I. Geiger, is it? So very similar to like, the alien sort of dark, gooey mess of a world. And it looked amazing. It's The problem for me, it's not a first person shooter. It's like a first person puzzle game. And it drops you in, and it doesn't really tell you what you're doing and what's happening. And I don't like that sort of game. I like games where it's a clear point A, point B, fill the story as you go in. And for that reason, I just didn't get into this game. Uh, looked amazing, but it just wasn't for me. So the next game, is it Visage, Visage? This one is another like first person sort of game, but this one I really enjoyed. It's one of those games where as you're walking through the world, things appear, things flicker, things fade in and out of the world, things change. And it's like it proper messes with your mental state as you're playing this game. And it's amazing. I love it so much. Um, I believe it's cheap or I believe it's on the Xbox Game Pass if you've got that service and yeah it's good, very dark, very gory very flashy, it's an amazing little game Next game, Alien Isolation. Now this one was made by the, was it the Creative Assembly and it was like a bit of a departure for them when you think about it because they do a lot of the Rome Total War sort of games and the Total Warhammer games, is it? Or is it Warhammer? To I don't know. But they normally do like the turn-based action sort of like strategy games on PC. Um, I think they had like a one on the Xbox where it was more of a real time you controlled the guy hitting things. 
I'm gonna completely forget what it is and I have no idea. I'm just remembering things from 20 years ago. So if that's a thing, please leave comments. I'd like to know. Anyway, alien isolation. The concept is good. The setup is good. I was just... I played it when it first came out and there was that many bugs in the game. I got like 10 minutes into the game, you first talking to the robot doctor person, I think he's an android, and you meant to discuss with him, then go wake up the other people, go find someone else. And as I was talking to him, he like froze in animation, and I walked out of the room, walked back and see if I could reset it, and it just wouldn't do out, it just froze. And for that reason, I just don't like the game. I just got really annoyed with it, never came back to it. I've had a quick go on it now, just to get this video up on the YouTube channel, um, which is again, one up Gaming. And I can see it's a decent game. It's not a great game, but it's decent. Very atmospheric, very world building, and I, I like that sort of thing. So, I mean, if I gave it a proper chance, I might really enjoy it, but I don't know. Next game, Dead Island. So this one, as people might remember, had that amazing, amazing teaser trailer for it. Like it's all backwards, slow motion, really nice music. I'll find that trailer now. I'll find that trailer now for it and I'll play that in the background instead of gameplay because I think it's amazing. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. A lot of people didn't like it because it wasn't like the trailer. It wasn't somber and slow, and it was just a, like an action first person hit anything that moves sort of game. And I enjoy it, I enjoyed it.
So the next game, after that amazing trailer, the next game, Silent Hill on the PS1. Was this in 1999 this came out? 1998? Something like that. And I couldn't really remember the game. But when I went back to it to play for this little video section, it's probably the best Silent Hill game they've ever made. It was really good. You know, even with the graphical um, artifacts and problems that they had, <coughs> that's where the massive fog sort of thing came from because the PlayStation couldn't display the full world, so you had to bring the fog right in to hide all the pop up. But it played really well. I was really shocked at how good it was. The next game, Devil's Crush. Now this one is, I believe it's the sequel to another game, but it's like a pinball game with, again, like alien sort of bits on the pinball table. Things are alive and you're moving around and it's just a pinball game with a little bit of um, style. Nothing amazing, nothing great. Fun little game. Next games, I'll say these two in two. These two in two. Dino Crisis 1 and 2. And I believe, I might get them wrong, but I believe... The original Dino Crisis really got pushed out there to try and 
go well beyond what the Resident Evil sort of games were. Because I believe it's like a full 3D world background and stuff. Instead of the flat 2D sort of backgrounds and your little 3D character moving around. And it might have been a little bit too much for the PlayStation. Or it might have cost a lot of money. Because the game was really good. Fun little game. And then when Dino Crisis 2 came about, they stripped it all back. It stopped being a survival horror game, more of an action game. The 3D backgrounds changed and went back to 2D. So I don't know if it was just because they wanted the game out quick and the game out fast and they had to change back to how it was. But both games are really good. On the play original PlayStation, they're really good little games. Um, I've had two games that I'll be reviewing soon. One is 41 Hours, and this one is like an Android doesn't go back to decommission or something stupid. I've only played once just to see what it was about. And you have 41 hours before that Android self-terminates. Like, so you have to try and get into, into the facility or whatever and try and stop the things from happening. So we'll see what that's about later. And the last game that we played this week, got an itch of my thigh. Is it my calf? No, it's my hamstring. That's my hamstring in there. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, Dino Bomb 2. Now, I accepted this game because I thought it'd be like a, a cheap copy of Dino Blaster, which was like the UK name originally of like Bomberman. Um, or it was like there was a Dino Blaster, very similar game to the Bomberman series. I don't know if it was the same developers or if it was just someone making a knockoff game. I don't know. But I remember Dino Blaster being really fun when I was a kid. So I thought, yeah, I'll review that. Got the game. It's a Mario esque 2D platform game. It looks like a Flash sort of game. So the graphics are very sharp and very weird. And it looks very simple, very cheap, very mobile-esque. And you jump, you can lob bombs at enemies, and you can hover with a little hover. A jetpack, that's the word I was looking for. So far, it's just your standard, basic, cheap platform game. Nothing amazing, nothing great, it's just a game. And the...
as always, we have the Evercade. Um, I've got wrote on here that we've got the KS Engine and the Xeon 2, or Xenon 2, that we're playing this week on the Evercade. Star Trek Online, I think I missed this week's Star Trek Online because my Xbox was down. The worst game ever sort of series this week is SNK vs Capcom Chaos. So I think it's just like SVC Chaos. Which is like a 2D fighting game that Capcom, no it weren't, that SNK made. And it's like the, it's basically, it's the same as like when Capcom did the Capcom vs SNK. That was the one made by Capcom. And then this is the SNK version, so it's the SNK engine, SNK sprites, and they put the Street Fighter characters into their world. Now, I will make notes that SVC Chaos is maybe like the fifth variation or the update of the game. And by this time, they got it really good. It was really a fun little game. But when the game first came out and the first couple of updates... It was bad. It was a really bad little game. The last game, sort of thing that we do is on a Thursday, and that's the Ridge Racer 6. So we play Ridge Racer 6. And that is what we do every week. Podcast on a Friday. And yeah, so please subscribe, watch, uh, watch the YouTube videos and comment on them. And we'll be back after this quick break with the, this, We'll be back after this quick break with this week's news. Hi everybody, this is uh, Kermit the Frog here, reminding you to listen to the Game Up 1, uh, damn it, what's it called? One, alright, um, are we rolling? Alright, keep it going, keep it going, alright, let's go. Hurry up, we got a launch date. Alright, let's go. Hi there, this is Kermit the Frog here, reminding you to listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast on whatever station it's podcasting on. Mm-hmm. This is Gilbert Godfrey, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. And if you don't, go fuck yourself. Hi, David still here. One Up Gaming, the One Up Gaming Podcast, episode 321. And we're just going to do this week's news. Um... I couldn't find that much news really that made me proper think, oh, that's a good bit of news. So just some um, simple little bits that we're going to do. So first of all, DC is reportedly keen to make Man of Steel 2 with Henry Carvel. Carvel? Carvel? I also thought it was Carvel. I don't know. It's, it's spelled Carvel. Anyway, Superman's future in the DCEU is in flux as multiple creators try to control the path ahead. Um, James Gunn is secretly working on another DC movie. Intense desire to see Carvel don the red cape once again in the fact the project that would essentially be Man of Steel 2 is reportedly in search of writers. So, yeah, what do you guys think of the DCEU? I'm sick of all this shitty fucking extended universe crap. Make movies, just make bloody movies, I don't care. Um, But, yeah, what do you guys think? Henry Cavill as the Superman? I think he was a really good one. Um, 
And what do you guys think of this week's movie coming out, which will be um, Black Adam? Uh, <clears throat> anyway, because that could be quite fun, Black Adam and Superman fighting. But anyway, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know, do we? I know I've mentioned it just then, but it looks as though there was another bit of news on the site. And it's saying that James Gunn is secretly working on another DC movie. So the Suicide Squad director, which I thought the Suicide Squad, the new one from last year, was amazing. I loved it so much. And then I also loved the Peacemaker TV series. I thought that was amazing as well. So it looks as though um, he's not quite done with um, DC. So he's focusing at the minute on the second season of Peacemaker, but he will eventually take on another DC property. Uh, whether or not that's the new Suicide Squad remains to be seen. Um, DC is definitely in play. Unfortunately, it's not blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so... Yeah. So what do you guys think? Do you think um, James Gunn is... Good for the DC um, sort of world. Oh, do you reckon he should have just stuck with Marvel? Now, I honestly just don't care. If you can make good movies, make good movies. Next up, Bayonetta voice actor reportedly offered at least $15,000 for the role, contrary to claims. So this would have been a massive, a significant increase of what she made in Bayonetta 2. Uh, basically, from what I can gather, it looked as though the voice actor Helena Taylor was offered at least $15,000 to reprise her role in the forthcoming sequel, contrary to her claims that she was only offered $4,000 to play the lead. Um, Platinum attempted to hire Taylor for five sessions lasting four hours apiece. Each of which would have been between three and four thousand dollars, according to VGC. Um, this would be have been a significant increase in Taylor's fee from the second game. According to the report, uh, Taylor rejected these terms, asking for a six-figure sum in residuals instead. After lengthy negotiations, Platinum hired Jennifer Hale to take on the role. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what's going on. It looks as though either she was offered the money and she said no because she thought it was she was above that. The thing I will say is, no offense to anyone that loves Bayonetta because I think Bayonetta was an amazing game. Um, it's just not. Triple A sort of tier, they can't expect, like, say, the monies that, like, a Call of Duty offers, because it's just not gonna sell that well. And I believe, is it still a Nintendo Switch exclusive? Which I know the Nintendo Switch is massive, but it's massive for Nintendo properties. I just don't think it'll sell that well. So, anyway, Silent Hill. I maybe should have done the update because I just saw the news. Anyway, 
I'll just keep it to this because I just want to get this video shot and done and edited and out. So Silent Hill, the last 10 years has really sucked for fans because they haven't really made a mainline game in the Silent Hill universe. Um, but now, from what I remember, there's new games, new movies, oh, all in production now. So basically, there's a Silent Hill 2 remake announced. I think that's a PlayStation 5 console exclusive, timed exclusive, and PC. Um, a new movie coming. There's, I think there's like three or four other things happening at the same time. And they're all going to be appearing within the year. So they're all going to be scattered throughout that year. I think next year, maybe. Um... But I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. It's going to be like a weird trying to release like five different projects within a year. I know Konami don't really have that much anymore. Um, but I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see, see what happens. So the next bit of news. Splinter Cell Remake director leaves Ubisoft. David Grivel was with Ubisoft for more than 11 years. The director of Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell remake has left Ubisoft after more than 11 years. As reported by VGC, David Grovel announced that on LinkedIn that he'd been moving on to a new adventure following more than a decade of Ubisoft, including games like Assassin's Creed Unity, Far Cry 5, and most recently the Splinter Cell remake. It's unclear, blah, 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 blah. Appears believed on good terms, meaning that they likely have plans for his replacement, although the new director's not been announced yet. So yeah, so what do you guys think? Do you think this is going to delay the game a little bit more, even though it's not being announced really? They just sort of said that yes, they're making it and it's going to be like a long time in the in the making. Um, I'm not that bothered. It's The game will be here when it's here and I'd like them just to make sure that they spend time and make the game properly. Um so the next bit of news that we've got Harrison Ford joins the MCU as a Marvel villain uh, welcome Han Solo to the MCU well he's not Han Solo he's fucking Harrison Ford you idiots why do people not use the real names it's like they play the actors they play characters Harrison Ford reportedly joined the MCU as General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross I have no idea the hell any of those words mean. In Captain America, the New World, New World Order, he'll of course star alongside the newly announced, not anointed, anointed. Oh, Captain America in Anthony Mackie for Captain America. So is Anthony Mackie the real name or is that his character name? I don't know anymore. For Captain America 4, hashtag Captain America 4. The news of Reservoir joining as General Ross comes. Uh... Oh, so was William hurt him? Ah. Oh, I like the way they just add. Um, jumping over from Marvel to DC, the Flash actor Ezra Miller is possibly facing 26 years in prison. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Um, yeah, 
So, I don't know. I'm just getting sick of everything being Marvel. It's just annoying. Anyway, it looks as though Mirror's Edge, Onrush, and loads of other older EA games are shutting their servers down. Um, so, Electronic Arts will shut down online services several games next year, including Mirror's Edge, NBA Jam on Fire Edition, which, that's annoying, because I believe that was a US exclusive. I really wanted to play that when it came out on the Xbox, but it wasn't available. Gatling Gears, no idea. Shank 2, I guess that was alright. What about Shank 1? First spotted by True Achievements, the, the specific date for the service shutdown for these games is January the 9th, 2023. There are two achievements that will be affected by server closes and NBA Jam. Uh... Mirror's Edge, Gatling Gears, Shank 2 don't have any achievements online. So unlocking them after the shutdowns will be possible. EA's all shutting down. Right, so let's go. So, October the 20th, 2022, Army 2, the 40th day. Army 2, the Devil's Cartel. Iron, no, not Iron Age, Dragon Age Origins. Multiplayer serve, screenshot server. No idea what that is. November the 9th. Command and Conquer Red Alert 3, Command and Conquer Red, uh, Command, Con- Command and Conquer 3 Tri- Triberian Wars, Command and Conquer 3 Cain's Wrath, Mercenaries 2 World in Flames, November 30th Onrush, November 19th Mirror's Edge, NBA Jam on Fire Edition, Gatling Gears, Shank 2. Um, I'm not that bothered. It's like, I know it's annoying, but if you wanted to play these games, you should have played them 10, 15 years ago. When they were originally sort of out. So, the last bit of news I've got this week is Jason Voorhees actor Ted White dies, age 96. White played Voorhees in the franchise's fourth installment. Uh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter actor Dead White has died, age 96. According to a horror historian, uh, died peacefully in his sleep at his home. I just got hit with the news that my dear friend Ted White has passed away, he said. I was told he passed away peacefully in sleep at home. Just, I hate when they do that. They tell you what it was, and then it goes back and sort of just repeats everything again. I've had the pleasure of knowing and working with him for the last close to 20 years. He was my adopted grandpa and hands down the best story you could ever meet. Anyway, God bless. Um, sending love and thoughts to all your f- family and friends. Um, I know what it's like to lose someone. And that, my friends, is this week's news. And I've sort of just completely forgot. We normally do the games press sort of top 40 charts. So we will talk about them now. <clears throat> Right, so, number 40, Stray, Just Dance 22, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Mario Strikers Battle League Football, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, 35 is Cyberpunk 2077, The Last of Us Part 1, Rayman Legends Definitive Edition, Lego Lego Jurassic World, Spyro Reignited Trilogy, number 30, Luigi's Mansion 3, Super Mario Odyssey, Horizon Forbidden West, Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy, The Definitive Edition, Red Dead Redemption 2, number 25 is Saints Row, 
NBA 2K23, The Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Mario Party Superstars, Lego Harry Potter Collection, Nickelodeon Kart Racers at number 20, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury, F122, Mario Plus Rabbit Kingdom Battle, number 15, Gran Turismo 7, Call of Duty Vanguard, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Pokemon Shining Pearl, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Pokemon Legends Arceus at 10, at 9, No Man's Sky, number 8, Assassin's, no, bloody hell, number 8, Grand Theft Auto 5, number 7, Minecraft, number 6, Nier Atoma, Game of the Yora Edition, no idea, number 5, Nintendo Switch Sports, Number four, Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga. Number three, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number two, Splatoon 3. And at number one, still FIFA 23. And that is thanks to the Games Press website with the GFK Entertainment Software Chat, all formats. So thank you to them. And that is that. So we will just go. Thank you for watching. Uh, it's been me, David, Want Gaming, episode 221, no, 321 of the Want Gaming podcast. Please go to our website, oneupgaming.co.uk. We are on Patreon, so please support us on Patreon, just patreon.com slash O-U-G. We also are on, you can also buy these t-shirts on um, the oneupgaming.co.uk website, top right-hand corner, it's got like online store, there's t-shirts, um, select the style that you like, click on it, and you get more options of colours, and then you can get them. The games-inspired music is available now. 20% of each silver go to the Charles Play Charity. We also have our first 100 podcasts available to buy from um, audiobooksontape.com. And with this one, um, £1 of each silver go to the Diabetes UK. There is over a hundred and thirty-nine hours of the podcasts, nineteen hours, well, basically twenty hours of our interviews podcast, a interview with Sans Pants Radio for twenty-five minutes, and that is all published by us Want Gaming. So thank you for that. And if you want to buy, if you want to buy this, just go online and buy it. If you want to receive this free, it's the Evercade Cartridge Interplay Collection Two, Claymates. Earthworm Jim 2, Clay Fighter 2, Prehistoric Man, Rod Gravity, and The Brainings. And you just, after any video that we've got on our YouTube channel, just subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, and then leave Evercade in any of the videos, and then we will get along and see if we can give this away to people. Um, so please watch us on Twitter. No, watch us on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash O-U-G official. If you're going to tweet us, it's at O-U-G official. And give us any questions, any comments, anything there. And if you're going to email us any questions, anything, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. If you're watching this, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, like, share, all that kind of goodness. Leave comments. And if you're listening to this, please uh, subscribe to the podcast and leave any positive feedback on the iTunes and things like that. So that is it. Episode 321 of the World Game Podcast. So thank you all for watching. It's been me, David. And we'll say goodbye and we'll see you next week. Do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. 
nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit facebook.com slash fly because you deserve a better life. Hi, Justin the Voice here. First of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well, we have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going all night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Standing there alone, the cashier's waiting, I trade in my game. At the store, my game is nice and mint But their computer says it's worth much less Than I paid before The Markdown Stars They hand me my cash But I am certain that I got the shaft Lower value, browsing all the shelves To find a new game that I'll sell right back To this same store My ass is sore Multiplayer isn't all that fun Empty lobby, should I trade it in? I get so little and the bargain bin Will only grow I just don't know Back at the cashier There is a problem, inventory's full They're not buying too many in stock From other trade-ins turning me away He says goodbye I know why
swap meet, trade your old games here. You'll get much more. I bring several games, and so do others. We swap one for one. With a smile, we all understand. The games have value, there's no middleman. It's our software.